New jingle, new voices. Welcome to this special guest season of Retrain Your Brain with me, chartered psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. In this season, I am privileged to speak to so many well-being guest experts to learn all about their field and to give you loads of practical tips and tools to live your best life. Tonight, we're talking about utilizing all of our senses for well-being. And it's such a pleasure to welcome Joe Kellett from From the Seed Aroma. Welcome to the lounge, Joe. Thanks, Audrey. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I would love to know more about From the Seed Aroma, what you do, and really how we can engage all of those senses to make us feel holistically good. I've just had my 26-year anniversary. It it came about, I used to to work in the theatre. That was my first passion, my first career. I was a stage manager, so I was was sort of backstage, wasn't wasn't front of house. Um, I was really poorly. I got really poorly. And, you know, classically in the theatre, show must go on. No one's allowed to take time off. Um, And the, the wig mistress who was on the show that I was working on, she was massively into her essential oils. And she gave me some thyme and some eucalyptus and I just dropped it onto my T-shirt and I was just aware of this sort of smell and this sort of like, oh, I can breathe and uplifting and clarifying. And I thought, oh, I, I need to look more into this. And my flatmate at the time, she was massively into um, putting essential oils in a diffuser. Um, so they, I sort of look back to them and sort of think they really sort of pushed me in, into doing aromatherapy. And I was at a sort of point in, in my career where I didn't really want to stay in the theatre. It didn't seem sustainable. I knew I wanted to have a family. Um, so I retrained as an aromatherapist at the Tisserand Institute um, and was very fortunate because Robert Tisserand, who's considered to be like the sort of, the, the, I can't say grandfather, he'd be, he'd be appalled, the father of modern aromatherapy. Yeah, um, yeah and, and I trained there and then then started my private practice and kind of being in the right place at the right time. I, I hooked up with another aromatherapist from, from the Tisserand Institute, another postgraduate, and we set up um, a consultancy. It sounds rather posh, but consultancy for women using aromatherapy in pregnancy. And that, that ran for years. And that kind of, that's where my sort of speciality and my sort of area of sort of passion grew. I've sort of studied oils for puberty um, fertility and pregnancy, baby massage. Um, and now as I'm getting older, uh, a lot more work sort of around menopause. And, and so I have, I have a real sort of love for women's health and well-being. But I mean, I see, I see men, I see children, you know, in my private practice. I also teach as well. I teach now. I teach postgraduate therapists, mm-hmm. uh, different skills and oils and massage techniques. So yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's been a, a wonderful journey so far. The interesting thing about our sense of smell is it's so evocative and I don't think we realize it quite so much. I think we're always thinking that we use our eyes and then we listen to music, but actually I know I can go somewhere, smell something and suddenly all these memories come back. So can you tell me more about the importance of smell and almost why it's overlooked, I guess? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think it's a very... It's a slightly devalued sense in, in some respects. You know, some people, they just, it's the, you know, they're not kind of aware of it. Um, but it's interesting, again, through the pandemic, a lot of people have become really, really aware, having lost their sense of smell. Yes. 
and how vital it is to their sort of everyday well-being. I mean, it's it's intrinsically linked to taste, obviously. So there's a lot of sort of issues around, you know, how we how we approach food and you know, with people being with people losing their sense of smell. Um, but yeah, interestingly, memory. Yeah. So when we smell something, it travels to a part of our brain called the limbic system, um, which is sometimes called the reptilian brain, <laughs> tell, which tells us that it's really ancient. It's been there forever. Um, and, and, you know, most creatures walking the planet, they, they have a, 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 you know, the limbic system because it's really important it's behavioral and emotional seat, but it's where we lay down memories. Yeah. It's also impacts on our hormones. So that also tells you why aromatherapy, when you smell something that is pleasant, it, it has an immediate effect on your well-being. It's got, it, it really is instant. Wow. What I love about aromatherapy is you work with smell and you work with another undervalued sense, which is touch. Oh, as touch is not undervalued. I mean, well, no, well, no, I, the funny thing is, I mean, well, Aristotle, I was doing this, a, a piece on skin hunger and, and why we're uh, desperate for, for touch. Yeah. And I think he saw it as quite a base um, sense because you had to be in the same room. It didn't carry over. But I think that's the point. It's so beautiful mm. that you do mm. need that, that connection oh, with it. Absolutely. I mean, again, we could relate this to the pandemic. You know, so many people were touch hungry during yes. I mean, how how awful. I mean, I've got friends and colleagues who, who did first lockdown by themselves. We, we are a tactile species. Yeah. And that's why aromatherapy for me is so gorgeous. I love it. I get to explore my sense of smell. I've always been really into smell, even as a child. Mm. And, and touch. I'm a very tactile person. And as you say, you know, you've got touch and smell. You know, you've got these amazing senses that are being stimulated, nurtured. Um, and it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's truly wonderful. Truly wonderful. It, it really is. And it's actually something, having an aromatherapy massage is something I would recommend to somebody who is perhaps skin hungry is touch hungry because yeah. I know that not everybody is tactile and so it can be quite difficult if you are missing that that connection uh to go oh can I have a hug if, if they're not a hugger and so yeah. could you take me through a typical session if, <laughs> if there is such a thing absolutely I've got regular clients who have been coming to me for years and I've got clients who sort of come and go and recently I had a client, uh, a male client in their uh, late 50s. He'd never had a massage. His wife had sort of, in, you know, said, oh, you should have a massage. She, she comes to me. It's a very um, trusting. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. Do that someone feels that they can trust you enough. I work very safely, very professionally. Um, when I when I see a client, we do a consultation. First time someone comes. And you would hope that an aromatherapist would would, would, do, would offer that in, in complementary medicine. That's a very common thing to do. So if you see an acupuncturist, a homeopath, an aromatherapist, you know, they, they should take the time to ask about your medical history, your lifestyle, because that will give them pointers. It gives you ideas. It also looks at safety. Yes. Contraindications, all those sort of things that, I mean, we're not medically trained, but we have a grounding in anatomy and physiology and understanding of the body. Mm -hmm. And it also allows me to tailor the massage to that client. And also more importantly, it, I can make a bespoke blend for them that day. 
How do you want to feel today? Okay, you may come in with a list of concerns, but how do you want to feel today? And that will allow me to choose a blend of essential oils for them that's personal to them. When you're talking about a personal blend, it's almost like that signature perfume. There's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. E- each of us have cert- a certain scent and each of us have certain scents that we like and that go with our skin. And that that's fascinating. That amount mm. of training that almost is <laughs> the chemical alchemy involved. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm still learning. There's, there's never, you can never not learn, you know, let's take lavender. Most people know lavender and most people associate lavender with a sedative quality. Yes. And, and you know, and that's been used for centuries, but now we're able to take out the chemical component, the, the natural chemical component and discover what bit of lavender is the sedative quality. Scientifically, we can support that. Just going to, to lavender, uh, I know lavender associated with sleep, you have lavender on your pillow, but what if you just don't like lavender? <laughs> so <laughs> I get, I get asked that a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There are plenty of other oils that have sedative qualities. Um, I mean, obviously lavender is the, you know, the classic one and nearly all sleep products that are on the, on the market. Mm-hmm have lavender in um a, a favorite of mine is actually um sweet marjoram jasmine can be quite sedative vetiver you know there are definitely definitely different oils that you can choose you need the smell to be appealing to you mm. there are times when certain oils are are really specific sort of first aid approach let's say like cough or cold you know you you you, you want to have oils that are decongestant that are clearing in, in the process of choosing a blend, I will offer the oil to my client and make sure they like the combination of what I picked together because it's, it's, it's not going to be pleasing to them if they don't like the smell. Absolutely. And then it won't work because psychologically you're almost building a barrier against it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you will obviously use very high quality oils. You know what goes into them. You understand all of that. Now, Talking to somebody like myself, and then I go and have a look on Amazon or something. What am I looking for? I mean, obviously, yeah. I can come to you and get those recommendations. But if I'm just wanting to just try yeah. something out, what do I need to, to look out? For? Yeah, good, good question. Good question. There is there is a lot, a lot out there, and there's a lot of misinformation. What what I would suggest to the layperson is is to go to a a reputable source, so a, a sort of name that has been synonymous with aromatherapy. So. Um, Disarand, Neil's Yard, you know, those names that people know and associate with aromatherapy. So for a moment ago, I talked about marjoram. There are are two different types of marjoram that are are red. I mean, there are more than that, but that are readily available. I hope your listeners heard that I said sweet marjoram because when you buy an essential oil, it's really important that the company has put the botanical name on the bottle. So um, let's take lavender again. So Lavandula angustifolia is the lavender is the botanical name for lavender. Now there are many different types of lavender. You have spike lavender, you have lavandin, and these all have different botanical names, and they all have different um, particular possibly different um, safety cautions assigned to them. So so very often when people sort of say, oh, you mustn't do this and you mustn't do that with this oil. And I'm like, well, what, what oil are you talking about? It's really important that, that you, you, you see the botanical name because then you can Google that, for example, and see what that particular oil does because you know 
that you are getting information about that particular plant. Um, so in the example of marjoram, um, sweet French marjoram is, is, is considered very safe, but there's Spanish marjoram, which I wouldn't be putting on my skin because it's very, it's very, um, it, it can have skin sensitizing issues. So, you know, knowing the botanical and making sure that the company you're buying from has the botanical name is a really good starting point. Yes, you see, this I'm so happy to be speaking to you about this because these <laughs> things are so important to know and we don't think to ask them. We we just hear, I must get this particular oil and then we question, oh, why isn't this working? And really what you're saying is it could be the product that I bought wrongly or it's a different type or a different make or it's just not put together in the way sure. that somebody who understands sure. it would recommend. And, and yeah, that's... so when, when you, you know, when you, when you buy a product that says it has essential oils, um, you know, we've all got used to looking at ingredient lists over the years because of dietary needs, you know, all that sort of thing. So it's not too unusual mm. to look. Um, so it's really important that, again, you see the Latin name. So it'll, it'll look Latin and you might not, might not be able to read it, but it'll look Latin. Um, and you want to stay away from things that say parfum, P-A-R-F-U-M, because that's a, a man-made aroma. Thank you so much. Now, where can we learn more about you or maybe book <laughs> with you? <laughs> well, I'm based in Brighton. I belong to um, an organisation called the IFPA, the International Federation of Professional Aromatherapists. And they have a register on their website of therapists who are uh, trained to a certain level, a good level. That, that, and therefore they can be a member of the of IFPAR. Um, and they have a geographic location. So you can put in your postcode and you can find a therapist local to you. I'm always putting posts up. So on my website, so that's um, from the seed. Instagram, you know, all the usual, all the usual social media platforms where I can put up blends and advice and ideas. I write for Tisserand as well. So on their website, um, again, you know, look at Neil's Yard, look at these reputable companies because, you know, they'll have blogs, They'll have information and it'll be the correct information. Thank you so much, Joe. This has just Not been sure. fascinating. Thank you, Audrey. And that's all we have time for. But if you'd like to find out more, do go to my website, which is www.draudreyt.com and check out my articles, which give you practical tools to live your best life. Or you can go to my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive.